Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake-Up Show, a weekly podcast where growth-minded, creative people come to learn best practices from both spirituality and psychology that create lasting well-being. I am your host, mental wellness expert, improvised acting teacher, therapist, and coach, Dawn McMillan. Let's get to it. Hello, beautiful humans. Oh my gosh, it means the world to me that you are listening. And it means the world to me when you reach out to me. I have my heart so full when I get your text messages, your DMs, the comments. And I would love to share with you a listener call, which fills my heart up. And I'm just so, so grateful, so grateful to hear from you. Here it is. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for this episode. I really had um, dealt with this question for a very long time. Um, Wasn't sure if I should pursue this idea or the other. And it just, you just put the whole, you put, you said the all right things in the right order. Um, So I'm really grateful I found this episode and I'm definitely going to follow your podcast show. Thank you so much and have a lovely day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This listener did not give me permission to use her name, but you know who you are. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. And if you're listening on Spotify, you will find it easy to leave me a voicemail and I love hearing them. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now on with today's episode. There was an animated TV show called The Tick and one of my favorite episodes of all time is called Dinosaur Neil. A guy accidentally gets turned into a giant dinosaur and they try to entice him to catch him by making him a giant pair of pants. And you see this mad scientist sitting off to the side saying, bring him to the pants, bring him to the pants. And then the pants get struck by lightning and he yells, liar. Liar! Pants on fire! (laughs) Okay, now you're like, um, all right. But if you were a member of my family and or if you'd ever seen the Dinosaur Neil episode of the animated series The Tick, you would be cracking up right now. (laughs) The theme of this episode, however, is not stupid inside jokes where you had to be there to get it. The theme of the episode is Liar Liar Pants on Fire. So research consistently and overwhelmingly says that we are liars, that we lie a lot, like a lot. I was listening to a recent um, conversation and it was something like the average person lies three times in in a 10 minute conversation or 14 times a day or there's just this constant, not constant, consistent psychological research that just says we are a bunch of liars. And I've really struggled with this personally, right? Like I, I know in, in my field where I often work with people who are involved in criminal cases and substance use and lying goes along with both of those things. People lie to save face. People lie to stay out of trouble. People lie because they're ashamed People lie because they want something and they don't think you'll give it to them if it's the truth. So it's just part of the milieu of the other things that they are working through and working with. So it's not that I don't think people ever lie. I'm just trying to pair what the research says about most of us lying a lot 
and how I feel inside my own self. As you know, if you've been with me for a while, and if you have, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for reaching out to me. Oh, I love it so much. It means the world to me. Um, I've coined a term, genuosity. The state of being genuine, because I think authenticity has gotten corrupted um, into becoming something performative or even as an excuse for cruelty. But I think genuineness, being genuine, being in alignment, being in integrity, being honest to yourself and to others about who you are, being in the moment, experiencing the reality of what is and not interpreting everything through a highly biased lens of what you prefer. Sidebar slash spoiler alert, we're all riddled with biases. There's only so much we can do about it. But the call to genuosity is to make the effort. The call to genuosity is to examine our beliefs, our attitudes, our behaviors, our speech. As you may know, I, I lean Buddhist. <laughs> I sometimes call myself a Buddha Episcopalian agnostic, right? Because I'm reasonably sure there's a God, but I, I don't know what his or her characteristics are necessarily. And I follow Buddhism, but I also really love the Episcopal Church. So, you know, I, I, I'm eclectic in that way. But there's also, you know, the Eightfold Path talks about, you know, right speech, right conduct. Right is not the best interpretation, but for my perspective, we're talking about genuosity, honesty, integrity, that realm of things. So if the research says that we are a bunch of big liar, liar pants on fire, and I'm a people, then I must be lying. So I gave myself the challenge. Well, what am I lying about, right? Because I I don't catch myself lying. I, I, I tend to do my very best to mean what I say and say what I mean. And it's like, but okay, Dawn, everyone has a blind spot. What's yours? So I gave myself the challenge and it started today. Here are my findings. I engage in social niceties that are not hundred percent accurate. And I think that that's a level of dishonesty and lack of integrity. For example, I made the mistake of checking my email while I was getting ready. And there was an email waiting for me from a police officer about an incident that occurred last night that he had sent, I guess, at like six o'clock in the morning when he was getting off his shift, sent me this email, which um, feels a lot like a big old dropping a problem in my lap. That's my genuine feeling. My genuine feeling when I first read it, don't judge me. If I told you what it was, you might have a, a slight sense of like, Yes, I want to help this family. Yes, I enjoy being of service. But this particular thing, I'm like, oh, oh, this is a big mess. So my genuine feeling when I first read it was, oh, I just got this big, enormous, sticky problem dropped into my lap. That was my first reaction. What I said in my response email, however, was, thank you for bringing this to my attention. That's not entirely true, right? Because thank you for bringing this to my attention attention implies that I am grateful that this is now something for me to take care of. And that's not a hundred percent true. It's not a hundred percent true. A hundred percent true would have been, um, I received your email. I will look into it. 
that sounded like kind of cold and nasty and mean. And, you know, it was, it was the social grace. I caught myself being out of integrity and out of genuosity for the social grace of having a polite and pleasant email. Is that the worst thing in the world? Is that like the worst lie you've ever heard? Right. I said, thank you for bringing this to my attention when I would have been happiest if this incident had never happened. And probably, you know, second choice would be if I had um, a clear solution for how to solve this issue. And there is not one, unfortunately. Someday we'll have a long conversation about the American uh, system for people suffering from mental illness. But I digress. So I think that some of the lack of genuosity comes around social scripts and social niceties. How are you? Great. How are you? Like, are you? Are you really great? And hear me, I'm not arguing that we should just walk around bleeding all of our internal monologues all of the time. Much of what we're saying inside our heads is neither true nor helpful, so it doesn't necessarily need to come out of our mouths. But it does make me wonder, you know, are these social scripts that we're all adhering to causing more harm than good. We need our social scripts for society to function, right? If, if every time I walked through the hall and someone said, hi, how are you? I stopped and told them, um, well, I think my left shoe is a little bit too tight. I'm, I'm a little worried that, um, you know, I haven't had enough variety in my vegetable cons- you know, no, 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 no. Hi, how are you? is a social nicety. It's not a genuine question. So I'm not arguing entirely against social niceties, but if we want to live in integrity, might it be worth examining the degree to which we are going on automatic, the degree to which we're just responding according to this social programming? Because for my money, not all of our social programming is helpful. Not all of our social programming is helpful. Is pretending you're fine when you're not helpful 100% of the time? Is pretending, is exaggerating your suffering when it's really not that bad because, you know, that's how we bond is complaining and, and or you enjoy the attention or whatever else might be the case. Is that helpful? And what happens if instead of going on autopilot, with our social niceties, we actually explore, okay, well, what's, what's the truest thing I can say right now that's also appropriate to the context? You know, you're sitting in a, a corporate board meeting and everyone's like, hey, let's check in and see how everything's doing, right? Um, are you gonna check in with, I took my family to the water park on Sunday, which is true, but not the whole picture. Or are you going to check in with, I took my family to the water park on Sunday and we had a knockdown, drag out fight on the way home because we couldn't decide on what to play on the radio, right? Nobody wants to hear that at your corporate board meeting. So I'm not, I'm not saying that when these researchers are saying people lie all the time, that it's always social niceties. I don't know. You tell me, like, are you, are you lying a lot? Are you going around and intentionally saying things that aren't true? Is exaggerating counting? Like, does exaggerating count? I sometimes exaggerate for humor's sake. I think most of the time people know that I'm exaggerating for the sake of the humor. Um, but that maybe that's lying for people who don't know I'm, I'm going for the bit. I'm going for the joke. I spend a lot of time with actors and improvisers and 
we do bits a lot, you know, we're often going for the joke. Um, outside of the context, people may be taking me seriously. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I just don't, I don't think I lie that much unless and until you start to count these social scripts. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. I was not actually full of gratitude. <laughs> I was not full of gratitude in that moment, but I said, thank you for bringing this to my attention. So I guess the invitation is to spend a week believing that you are lying. Send a week believing that you are lying and see if you can catch yourself. I had a teacher once who suggested that every night you do a brain dump journal. We've talked about this, brain dump journal. And then he said, before you finish, ask yourself the question, where is the lie in that? Are you making yourself the put upon poor me in some story where mm, the truth is a little more complex, right? Yeah, so-and-so did such and such, but you forgot to mention the part where um, you owe them, you know, $6,000 and you have no intention of paying it back, right? Or whatever. So would you like to join me in this challenge of genuosity? Just give yourself the challenge for a week to see if you can catch yourself lying. And maybe, maybe you intentionally are softening things up. White lies. Oh my gosh, I love your hair. You don't mean it. I don't know. I don't know if you do things like that. But if you don't, if I tell you that you're a liar, liar, pants on fire, and you're like, uh, no, I'm not. See if you can catch yourself. See if you can find those places where you're massaging the presentation in order to get a certain response from someone. And if you're in sales, oh, God love you. Good luck. <laughs> but let's see what happens. I'm not telling you to change your life and to, you know, always speak 100% truth like in that Jim Carrey movie got him into so much trouble. But if you are lying and you don't know you are lying, I think that's a problem. I think that's something worth, worth looking at because, as they say, the person that's easiest to lie to is yourself. So if you think you never lie, that's a lie to yourself. So here we are, our one week genuosity challenge. See if you can catch yourself lying. Misrepresenting, massaging the truth, lying by omission, sort of tilting the presentation a little bit that's likely to lead to an interpretation that is 100% accurate. Just notice, notice, because the first part of any program of change is noticing. Second one is just allow it to be as it is. You don't have to change anything unless you want to. I want to, so I am challenging myself to catch myself or to notice. Am I follow just following some social script? And is there another choice here? Is there another choice here? And with that, good golly, moogly moogly. Thank you so much for listening, you beautiful, glorious being you. And please allow me to remind you that even if you are a liar, liar, pants on fire, you're still amazing. Or amazing, as I said in that one kid's movie whose name I can never remember. And you are whole. You are perfect. You are complete. You are awesome. And you are worthy and deserving of all the good things right here. 
right now and forever after. Until next time. I am so honored that you share time with me. If you've listened this far, then something here was of value to you. Would you please be a friend of the podcast and share it with at least one other person? The podcast is available on most platforms, including YouTube, and I need your help to get the word out. So please like, subscribe, and share, and a five-star review on iTunes would be chef's kiss. Thank you so much. See you next time.